Unshaken. I'm Julie Van Warmer, your host, and this is a podcast of the Women of the Word Ministry of Christ the Word Church, just outside of the big city of Toledo, Ohio. Hey, before we jump into our podcast today, I wanted to ask you to head over to your favorite podcast directory and subscribe to us. Number one, it would really help us out. And number two, you would get notifications about new episodes that are coming out. So it's a win-win all around. And also, if you are a member of Facebook, I want to encourage you to head over to our Facebook page called Unshaken Podcast and like it. Then you can also share it with your friends that way, too. It really helps get the word out about our podcast. Now, as you know, this season is all about relationships. We've talked about relationships by starting with our relationship with God and how it helps us in our relationship with people. And um, that was um, in episode two and three. In episode four, we talked about how we deal with difficult people, which I'm sure we all have in our lives. And what good suggestions and helpful ideas we got from Andrea that day. Then we listened to a talk given by Kim Leckman on how to love and care for our coworkers. And that was really helpful to me as I've entered back into the working world in the past few years. I really appreciated her suggestions about how to do that. So if you haven't listened to any of those episodes, head on back and do that. And last week, if you were tuned in, we listened to a talk that was given by Erica Simpson on how to face some fears in our marriages. I really appreciate Erica's real honesty during that talk. And we are not done talking about relationships. Today, actually, we are going to be talking about friendships. Now, I've had a lot of really good friends. I've had a few best friends. Um, I've had some, I'd call them seasonal friends, not winter friends because they're cold and icy, okay, or summer, Uh, but really they're just seasonal. Like I have them at different points in my life. Like maybe when I had certain classes in college, um, I had certain friends in those classes with me and we became fast friends because we were all in the same thing together. Or maybe they were location friends because they were my neighbors. I had a good friend that was lived right next door to me for a long time. Sometimes my best friends are because of my kids, you know, like it's my friend and her children and I and my children get together and do fun things and that helps to um, build our friendship. Or friendships might even come out of situations um, like your coworkers, um, or you might even just make friends with the same coffee lady at your same uh, place that you stop to get coffee. I mean, it does happen if you're there every day. Okay, so um, sometimes we know it's easy to make friends, and sometimes it's not. I think it takes a great deal of purpose and motivation to keep going in friendships. So today we're going to talk with two really great friends. I love these ladies a lot. Maybe you would say they're BFFs. I don't know. Maybe I just gave you my age by saying that because it's probably not even cool to say BFFs anymore, okay? Um, And if my kids were listening, they'd probably go, Mom, stop. Please stop doing that, okay? But there is likely some kind of new jargon. I don't know what it is. But the reality is these two ladies are really good friends. So I am going to let them do the introductions because that's going to be really fun. (laughs) With me today, I have Elizabeth Rathorn and Abby Bellis, and I'm going to let them introduce. So, Elizabeth, why don't you tell us a little bit about Abby? Okay. Abby is someone who likes to have fun. Um, be it playing games or pulling pranks, she's always up for a good time, uh, which I love about her. She loves to draw and send some cute, punny cards. But I've learned that if I go to the mailbox and decide to check it and see a card from Abby, I've got to be on my guard because it might be a glitter bomb instead. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, hey, could you videotape next time? Because I would really like to put that on our Facebook page. Yeah, I actually think she might have recorded some of them. <laughs> 
Um, but seriously, Abby is the best kind of friend. She has devoted her life to caring for others, whether it's her friends, someone she's just met, or with her job at Heartbeat, which is a local pregnancy center. And if you ever find yourself in need of someone as a Uyghur partner, she's the best one. Oh, I'm going to remember that next time we have like a group that has to get together. <laughs> Abby, tell us a little bit about Elizabeth. Okay. Um, so Elizabeth um, is the mother of six children now. And, and I you always... might hear and you might hear one of them in the background. Oh yes, yes. There we may have be a baby one in the presence. Yes, one in the background. Um, and I always kind of tease <clears throat> her about um, being the old woman that lives in a shoe. <laughs> that has so many children she doesn't know what to do um but in reality she really um she does have a lot of kids but i would never say she doesn't know what to do with them and she certainly isn't old mostly because i am older than her (laughs) (laughs) Um, but she really is a great friend um just really dependable someone i can always count on for a different perspective and just really has a unique way of looking at things um always down for a laugh or laughing at me, whatever I, it might be. <laughs> I hope we can find out about some of those oh, laughs in our episode sure today. I think, I think you guys probably have quite a few <laughs> that you can share. Okay, so tell me a little bit about how did your friendship start? How did it start and like, what were some of your favorite memories together? How long have you been friends? Oh, um, oh boy. Were we friends before Mexico? Here, go ahead. Well, I think we met when we were like ten, so that oh. would probably be like twenty years. Okay, that's okay, that's a that's good. <laughs> that's <so old. laughs> but we really became friends in probably two thousand six. Okay, okay, so that's when that's when this really began. Okay. Yes, so um, we were on a missions trip with our youth group. Um, We went to Mexico and really just bonded over some experiences. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe not so great now, but um, there were some people that were kind of difficult, hard to love. And uh, so, yes, on the plane ride home, we kind of commiserated commiserated <laughs> and that's good okay yeah. so that's a good thing to do that's like i said sometimes you have seasons in mm-hmm. friendships yep. and that's where your your friendship began so it's the beginning of your beautiful friendship <laughs> here okay yes. all right so what is one of your funniest memories i have a feeling you have a whole bunch <laughs> yes we did have to kind of pick through them a little bit um so one of our funniest memories we had to kind of sit down and talk through some of these a little bit and uh There was one particular one, or a few particular ones that came to mind. Um, So this happened when we were in college, in early college, and Elizabeth and I were headed to our first few, like, real bachelorette parties. And so we decided to go in on our gifts together because we're both... Frugal. Frugal, yes. Cheap, as some may call it. (laughs) I was going positive here with the frugal, okay. (laughs) And um, also just the idea of lingerie shopping was a little bit scary to us at that At this point, you were were not married. Yes, Elizabeth was not married. Um, And like I said, it was our first one. So we planned a girls outing to the mall. We were going to go find our stuff, get some lunch, you know, kind of hang out, make a day of it. Yeah, totally fun. And everything went really smoothly. We found our stuff. We went and got lunch. And then we got back to the car um, and then realized we couldn't find the bag of silky undergarments that we had just purchased. (laughs) 
<laughs> so we looked everywhere um, and then just kind of retraced our steps to where we had been um, and realized that we had left it on the counter of Nori Japan. Oh, no. Oh. restaurant in the mall. Oh, no. You left it on the counter. <laughs> on the counter. <laughs> um, so then I just, you know, we're like, well, what, do we, what do we do in that situation? And so well, we're like, well, we have to call. Yeah. You know, we want to get those items back. We are, once again, cheap and, you know. Right. Don't want to have to spend that money again. Um, and so I picked up the phone, called the restaurant, um, and Elizabeth kind of made me do it since I technically was the one in charge of carrying the lingerie. <laughs> um, and explain to the worker whose English wasn't, she couldn't quite understand what I was saying. So oh. I had to get very descriptive oh, on no. what items we had left. <laughs> Lingerie, yeah. Yes. That might not even be. Oh, nope, nope. Yeah. I was describing the items. Color, lace, yes. all that. <laughs> oh, no. All oh, those no. things, yes. <laughs> now, um, where were you when you had to describe this? Um, this time, we were actually just, like, in the car. I, okay. I don't even remember. Maybe I was at my house. Um, but... They finally kind of understood what I was saying and said, oh, well, we gave your items to mall security. Oh, okay. Oh, great. Another phone (laughs) call. Another phone call. Um, And so then we were, I I called mall security, left a message. They got back to me at kind of an inopportune time. Um, Elizabeth and I had gone to Indiana that day, or we're on our way to Indiana with a few of our really good guy friends. Uh Uh-oh. In a very small car. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. And so Elizabeth being a good friend kind of created a distraction was talking very loudly um, while I was in the back seat kind of cowering trying to once again describe the items to this male security officer um, oh yes once again very descriptive you know he had to make sure he had the right bag all the things um, so yes that that was quite the experience so so you made a distraction Elizabeth in the side yes yes and and what was that I'm really not sure. It was just anything to make sure they didn't hear what we were describing. <laughs> That's great. That is a true friend, without yes. a doubt. Yes. Okay, so that is a great story. I bet there's a lot of uh, friends out there who have a story similar. <laughs> um, and I'm so thankful that you shared it, because now we all can enjoy it. But hey, do you have any others? Because I'm ready for another one. Yes, actually we do. So when I was pregnant with my first baby, I was about eight months along, and Abby had come over for a sleepover because my husband was on a business trip. So we thought, oh, this is fun. We don't get to do this as much anymore. So she came over. Well, it was around that time, you know, like midnight, and (laughs) where things start getting weird, and we decided, (laughs) oh, Elizabeth's a little nervous. I'm a little nervous about giving birth. So we should look some stuff up. Oh, no. (laughs) This is not the greatest What did we do? We hopped on Google. Well... We found a birth video, decided this would be great. Let's watch it. (laughs) Let's just say watching a birthing video a month before you do it for the first time is not a good idea. And Abby still has not had any kids, so. (laughs) (laughs) No. It was bad. Okay, so, so you actually watched a video of someone else giving birth? Yes. It was a live birth. It wasn't a smooth birth. There was tearing involved oh oh my okay wow okay so that definitely bonds you as friends doesn't it yes yes (laughs) okay so those are really really great stories and that is really one thing I've noticed about both of you is that you're both you just you know like this shows even you sharing this on here 
okay, we all love to laugh, and it is funny to look back on it. You probably wouldn't have shared it the day after the event. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's really cool to have these little memories that come along, and they kind of help us with our friendships. They're kind of like moments in our friendships that we can keep, and we can go back to them and laugh together. I think that's great. So that makes me think, <clears throat> what are some of the qualities of a good friend? Because Obviously, laughter and fun is one of them. But what are some of the qualities that you guys can think of that are really just help us see what a good friend is? So I think that honesty is really important. And and what I mean by that is, you know, someone who isn't just um, a yes man, you know, telling you what you want to hear, tickling your ears, you know, someone who um, is willing to help you see other perspectives, even if it's something you don't necessarily agree with. <laughs> yeah. Like you're talking when you're wearing an outfit and your friend yes. tells you, no, yes. that is not a good choice for you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, but honesty in a lot of ways. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What else? Any, any other things, Abby? Um, so just somebody who's a good listener. Um, you know, I think it's easy to tell someone who's actively just paying attention to what you're saying, not just waiting for you to finish to start <laughs> mm-hmm. telling their side or talking about whatever was going on in their day. Um, you know, but somebody you can just tell is really um, engaged in the conversation. Um, and being an active listener means also being an active questioner, I think. Yes, I'm just throwing sure. this in there. <laughs> like being able to ask questions yeah. keeps the conversation going. Yes. And I think that allows for good, that, like if you want to get to know somebody, asking mm-hmm. questions is a good beginning. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Yes, definitely. Anything else that you can think of? Um, I think humor is important as well. <laughs> we know that after these stories. <laughs> Um, but just somebody who will laugh with you and at you, you know, I think it's important we don't take <laughs> to ourselves you. too seriously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's important as well. So how about you, Elizabeth? Um, any specific character qualities that are really good in a friend? Yeah. So when I think about friendship, I think one of the main things I think of is someone who is selfless. Um, I think oftentimes we go into relationships thinking, oh, what can I get out of it? But a good mm-hmm. friend is someone who is thinking about what they can give in the relationship. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, um, in fact, I have a good friend of mine who, um, I I mean, she and I are good friends, and we've been friends for a long time. We're, we're friends, a lot of it, because of our kids. Our kids are have been good friends. But I remember I've always been a, a girl who didn't like it when people brought me things like f- meals. And um, my dad died 10 years ago, and she, everybody's like, oh, well, I, I'll bring you a meal. I'll bring you a meal. I'll do this for you. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, I knew my dad was dying. It was not a surprise. But she showed up on my door with a whole gigantic meal, which was really good. It was just her giving, and that's exactly true. Yeah. Just giving without asking for strings attached. Like, she wasn't expecting me to make her a meal, mm-hmm. so... Yes, yeah, just going above and beyond. She's a way better cook than me, too, so <laughs> that helps. <laughs> Um, anything else? Yeah. So another thing I think of is trustworthy. So it's someone like when I think of my friends that I can share either my struggles or my hopes, dreams, whatever with them and count on them not going to blab to whoever the next person they're going to talk to. It's not their next post on Facebook. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you never know. There are people out there. So that do that. Yes, there are. And one other thing that I think of Elizabeth that you probably would agree with me on is something you both have done already is the idea of having fun. Yes, I think that's big. Who likes to have fun with you, but can also just sit around and do nothing. Yeah, and maybe not watch any videos on YouTube. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> a 
Okay, you know, on the Unshaken podcast, we always try to take every one of our episodes and go back and talk about what the Bible says about it, because we really want the Bible to be the number one source and resource for where we're going to find our wisdom. And there's a lot in the Bible about friendships. I mean, there's some great examples. So Abby, does the Bible actually say anything about friendship? It actually does. talks about a lot of different things um, to do with friendship. So um, one of the verses that kind of stuck out was Proverbs 17, 17. Um, A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. So, um, you know, just kind of that first part there talking about, you know, it's not a you're not a fair-weathered friend. I know we talked mm-hmm. about the seasonal friends, but, you yeah. know, um, it's somebody who's, you know, um, being joyful with you, also mourning with you, you know. That's exactly the same as, as what Elizabeth was saying a minute ago yeah. about not just being a friend for what you can get. Yes. But being a friend who also gives. Mm-hmm. Kind of a, it's two ways. Yes. Um, and then one of our greatest examples is, you know, mm. Jesus um, and laying down his life. So um, John fifteen thirteen says, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Um, and so, you know, laying down your life doesn't necessarily mean taking a bullet <laughs> necessarily. Right. Right. Um, it might in some circumstances, but, um, you know, I think that goes back to the selfless thing as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, not thinking of yourself first in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Elizabeth, how about you? Are there any thoughts you have about what the Bible says about friendship? Yeah, I think um, I often think of the verse, and it's coming kind of from the negative point of view, mm-hmm. but um, 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty three says, Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Mm. And so if it's going to be a friend, you want a friend who's not going to be corrupting your morals, but <laughs> right. building you up and pushing you towards holiness. Yeah, that's important. And it and we will have like acquaintances that don't do that in our lives because we'll have work, you know, people we call them friends, you know, right. like you know, wherever people that we see down the street. But you're right, your good friends should be women who draw you back to Christ mm-hmm. and point you back to Christ. Yeah. Do you have any other examples of people in the Bible? Yeah, I think someone who comes to mind actually two two people, obviously, friends, um, are Jonathan and David. Abby and I like to refer to them as biblical hunks. (laughs) We just see in their friendship that there's not only mutual affection, but a strong bond, that they're selfless, that Jonathan um, is the rightful heir to the throne, but he knows that God has uh, anointed David to be king, and he's willing to give that up and to help Mm. him, even though it should be his, Mm. is what the world sees it as. Well, and that's a great example, too, because... You know, you talked about it just David and Jonathan both exemplify all the things you talked about honesty, you know, being good, having good relationships, being selfless, all those things about a friend. Well, you know what? You can always go check it out in the Bible, and we will make sure that we have a uh, linked it on our show notes so you know exactly where to find those stories about David and Jonathan because they're really good. Hey, you know what, ladies? I am really proud of myself. I have about almost 750 friends on Facebook. Wow. Do you think friends on Facebook or like Instagram followers could, are like real friends? I mean, how does social media play into the friendships? Because I don't think social media is going away. Oh, I don't think so either. (laughs) Um, Well, I have kind of a funny rule. (laughs) Um, If I see one of my social media friends out and about, um, and we do kind of that like awkward dance of like, 
do we actually talk? Do we not talk? You know, I know who you are and you know who I am, but maybe we don't feel like talking to each other at that point. I generally delete them from my friends list. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. I'm glad I haven't been deleted. (laughs) I'm not sure if I've checked recently. (laughs) Maybe put your phone down, Elizabeth. You're not going to check right now. (laughs) But the reason for that is I just don't ever want to have that fake, you know, um, like I can be friends with you online, but I won't talk to you in real life. But it's also encouraged me to be more willing to have that conversation in person as well, you know. There is something about the fact that your friends on Facebook should probably be people that you actually communicate with in real life. Yeah, I agree. I do have some friends, though, that are a part of my life. I wouldn't, maybe we should call it, instead of friends, they should be like acquaintances, you know, on (laughs) Facebook. Because I do have some from my life that I stay connected with. Yes. That I don't see because they live, I have a friend who lives in France. Mm -hmm. You know, I would never see her. But it's not like we're really friends we just are acquaintances from high school. So Um, I think that there also is just some boldness um, when you're sitting behind a computer screen. Um, We may be more apt to say something on social media um, to our quote unquote friends that we would never say to someone's face. Um, I think it's just kind of a good rule of thumb to make sure whatever you are commenting slash posting is something that you would be willing to talk um, about in person. And also um, it may be even more profitable to have that conversation in person. Mm -hmm. So kind of running through that filter or even a private message. Um, I think we can all kind of get caught up in a, um, well, I want somebody to agree with me or I want somebody to see my point of view. And we kind of lose sight of the person that's on the other side of the screen and caring about, you know, their soul and, um, and sometimes we don't know what's going on in their lives yeah. and why they posted what they posted, but we just have a soapbox to stand on. Yeah. And so we're going to make sure everyone who, all of our friends on Facebook, mm-hmm. friends with air quotes, know exactly what we think. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really, really good point. I think it's really important that I, I have to be really cautious. I'm not on Facebook as much as I used to be. I think it's changed a lot, but I have to, I think we have to be really careful when we post something like I, I think that 24 hour rule, Yes. you know, like wait 24 hours and see if it's still that important and then go ahead and post it. Mm-hmm. Like if it is, then that's a really good way to think through that. Okay. So I actually wanted to bring up another idea and concept to think about. So, um, but I'm going to tell you a little story before we start about my uh, good friend of mine. When I was a young mom and I had maybe two kids, she had one. We were just really good friends. We went to each other's house probably weekly. We were at each other's house for something. Um, Our kids played well. She was my main babysitter and I was hers. We just traded, never had to pay. I loved it. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, we went to church together. We did small group together and we just really close. And um, something changed and I switched churches and that really made an impact on my friendship with her. And I kind of left her in the dust. I just moved on. I met all these new people and I just didn't, I didn't even go back. And I look back on those days and think I probably hurt her pretty badly and I didn't even really think about it or know about it. And it's really easy to do that. So, um, What happens when, I know that you guys have different life situations. Now you're both at the same church, but you did go off in different directions. Mm -hmm. So um, how do you guys keep your friendship actually going? What are some things you do to purpose to stay connected? I think it just depends on the season. Um, There are definitely times that we have to be a little more purposeful. Um, But I would say most of the time it's pretty effortless. 
Okay, so have you guys seen your friendship change over time? Like, I mean, if you've been friends for 10 years, you know, there's been some, you, you probably started out as like juniors in high school or something, or maybe less than that. And now all of a sudden you are adults, you know, in the real world. So how has it changed? Yes, fortunately, it has changed over time. <laughs> um, we definitely used to stay up talking till like 3 a.m. I would never do that now. Um, and, you know, we would be standing outside in the, you know, cold. I don't know what what we were thinking, but we were young and <laughs> I didn't mind not having sleep. But, um, yes, it's definitely changed. Um I, one thing I am purposeful to do um, in those changes is just to make sure I give um, grace when someone is just newly married or has a new uh, baby, um, no matter what number it is. You've had some practice in that, <laughs> <Yes>. huh? <laughs> and I don't think this is something I did necessarily right off the bat. You know, Elizabeth kind of got to be the front runner for all of that um, and just kind of helping me learn through that process, being one of my good friends that got married first and had a baby first. And so um, I'm sure there was some grace on her end with that as well. Yeah, I think something that has helped immensely is the fact that Abby is also friends with my husband, Jonathan. Mm. Um, so she's not just hanging out with me, but she comes over and is part of the family. Yeah, that's important. I think that's a really cool thing to do on both ends because I think it's helpful to have not only as a mom with little kids, to have somebody hang out and build relationships with your kids. I bet Abby's built relationships with your kids, too. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yep. that's awesome. I really love Jonathan and Elizabeth's kids, and I think one of the important things is just not viewing them as the competition for Elizabeth's attention, but just um, adding to our relationship, really. Um, and so I love having them over and doing fun things with them. Um, people joke about them being my nieces and nephews all the time. So <laughs> some people kind are still are. kind of confused about that and think we are related. <laughs> Technically, we are. <laughs> Technically, we are actually very distantly. <laughs> um, another thing um, is I, I don't really ask Elizabeth to keep secrets from Jonathan. Um, I... I'm just purposeful in what I tell her. Um, you know, obviously there's some things I don't think she would share. Yeah, I think, obviously, it's knowing when I don't need to tell Jonathan something. Like, he doesn't need to know certain things. And so yeah. I just keep it to myself. It's not like, oh, I'm keeping a secret from him. Right. But he doesn't care, and he doesn't need to <laughs> Right, <know>. right, right. <laughs> and just being okay with them having other friends. Um, Elizabeth has friends who are mom friends, you know, who uh, maybe have kids around the same age. They can do play dates. They can talk about things they're struggling with. Um, so, you know, maybe things that I haven't experienced. Um yeah, and Abby has friends who are single and can travel and gallivant around and still do <laughs> some of the things that I can't do and I don't have the freedom to do. I think that's been big for me is Abby has lots of friends and not being insecure in that, but realizing right. she has friends, but we're friends, and I'm not going to be jealous of those relationships. And, and, and or being jealous of the things you each get to do because right. you have different lives. Your week looks different. Um, you have a different situation every day. You get up and do different things. So I think that's really a, a good thing to think about and to remember that we, we in our friendships, we shouldn't be jealous yeah. of our friend. That's actually selfishness coming mm -hmm. out, which makes me brings me to think and ask, um, how, do you actually see each other each week? Or, and what are some ways that you practically live out your friendship week to week? 
Yeah, so we see each other at church in small group just because we go to the same church. But we were talking about this, and I don't think that things would really change even if we didn't go to the same church, um, just because we're purposeful to call each other. Okay. I um, oftentimes will call Abby whenever I'm driving somewhere because (laughs) it's the perfect time. The kids are all buckled in their seats. They can't interrupt me. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's a good point. (laughs) Yeah. And then we still, so when we were in college, we would hang out and play games, and we still do that. Abby will come over for game nights with Jonathan and I or another group of people. We'll play with my kids. She'll come Mm. over and we'll paint nails. Yeah, she might have been playing some nice college game, but now she's playing old, you know, old maid or Uno with the little ones. Oh, what but what is it called? Like rainbow unicorns? Or oh, something? rainbow unicorns! <laughs> Unicorn <laughs> glitter luck. Okay, okay, <laughs> that is not one that's on my game shelf, but okay. <laughs> you know, she's a true friend when she's willing to do that, right? Sometimes friendships change. One of the people heads off in a very different direction, and maybe it's actually a deep wound or some kind of a breach in the relationship, or maybe even a new friend comes in, like all of a sudden your friend has a really good friend they have at work, or someone that they are good friends with at church, because they're now in a different circle. How should you and I deal with these kinds of friendship changes? It really just takes two two people. Both people just have to be purposeful in that, um, just to stay connected, um, but also just understand that the t- the friendship is going to change over time. You know, it's uh, it's almost unrealistic to expect um, that the friendship is going to stay the same. You know, from when we were ten to now when right. we're. <laughs> 30 and almost 30, um, you know, when we are both changing so much as an individual, you know, um, with other things factoring in now with kids and husbands and jobs and things like that as well. So so, so sort of expect some changes. Yes. That would be a good thing to do, to expect that there's going to be changes and look for those and know that they're going to come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you touched on what if a new friend joins or new friendships develop. Yeah. Um, growing up, my mom used to tell me that I couldn't have a best friend. Ah. And this wasn't because she didn't want me to have a close friend, because there were years that we would pray for me to have a bosom buddy. And um, so clearly, she knows that friendship is a good thing, but she wanted me to be open to having lots of friends yeah. and to being friends with everybody. Um, so I think um, if a new friend joins in, it's not a bad thing. Um, things might change a little. There might be growing pains, but I don't think I've ever heard of someone say, oh, man, I have too many friends. Right, right. <laughs> Except when they're deleting them on yes. Facebook. Yes. Right? That yes. might be the only Real time. Real life friends, yeah. <laughs> I like that advice a lot. And for you know moms who have maybe like elementary, junior high, high school daughters out there, this is good advice to share with her about the idea you don't have to have one single friend. Mm-hmm. You can have a lot of friends and that that's okay and normal too. I, I really love that advice. I love that because it helps girls realize you don't have to have just one friend. You can have a lot of friends and I have different friends at different points in my life and at different times in my life and that's okay too. I, I've often told, that so I have three daughters and I've often, actually of all my six kids, I've said this to all of them, that um, like if you're going to have a birthday party, you're going to invite everybody that's in the youth group or everybody in your grade or all your circle of friends, you're not going to pick half of them. Mm -hmm. Because I think that helps to build the idea that we're not going to be exclusive. 
we're going to be, you know, open up to anybody because sometimes my kids have become friends with someone that they never thought they'd be friends with because they had to like serve somewhere together or they had to be in a car ride somewhere together. And it's like, like a plane ride, like you guys. And you go, Whoa, I actually like this person. So I think, I think that's good. And that's good for our moms who are listening. You know, it's good to give our daughters specifically daughters because they seem to have the biggest issues with friendships. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, um, to give them some good wisdom on that. And that's a great piece from your mom Mm -hmm. so let's carry that on we'll just keep that going all right so I guess I want to kind of get to the end here of our time I really loved having you guys talk it was super fun and I really mean that it was fun to hear you guys laugh and to talk about friendships and to just think about in my own life all the friends I've had sometimes I've had some of the best I mean like laugh so hard you practically pee your (laughs) pants moments and then some of my friends have been there in the deepest sorrows and have stood beside me that during really dark days Mm -hmm. so I think it's really good to think about friendships okay so since we have had a great time together talking I wanted to ask you um what about a piece or two of advice that you would give to our listeners about friendship Elizabeth why don't you start yeah okay um First, I'd say just be the friend that you want to have. We touched on it earlier, but don't be insecure in your friendships. Um, insecurity will only produce negative fruit. Nothing good will come from mm. it. And then also um, check in on your friends. Share their burdens and their joys. Just you know, be aware of what's going on in their life. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good, good advice. That's something you could like do tomorrow mm-hmm. is call, text your friend, say, hey, what's going on? Meet them for coffee. And mm-hmm. if you're busy like you are with lots of little people, it might be that a phone call is what you got. Right. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Abby, how about you? What's some advice you might give to our listeners? I would say um, don't wait for someone else to... Um, start the friendship, to make the phone call, to make plans to hang out. Um, you know, it's not a it's not a game. We're not keeping score on, mm. oh, well, I asked him last time or I called last time. You know, um, sometimes it's just a totally innocent thing or they may be going through some stuff or maybe busier than you at this point in life. And so, you know, if you think about it, do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and if they don't reply to your text right away, give them some grace. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, I think those are great pieces of advice, things we can just go tomorrow and do. Um, okay, so you know what? As you're listening, I just want to encourage you to do something. This is a chance to think about the good friends in your life or people you want to be friends with. And maybe this week, make a plan, make a goal. I'm a goal girl. I'm a list girl. <laughs> so I'm always making lists and plans. And so this is a chance for you to do it. Maybe it's time to reach out to somebody in friendship that you really want to get to know. Uh, maybe invite them over for coffee or meet them for coffee or go for a walk. Um, maybe you have a issue in a friendship that you got to fix and maybe you got to go and apologize and deal with it. I know I've done that a few times, super duper hard to do, but, but really good for my friendship. Or maybe you just need to purpose, um, to keep going with a friendship because maybe it's gotten hard. Maybe your friend moved away or they, their lives different than yours, but this is the chance and the time we have to honor God in our friendships and to use our friendships in a way that's going to bless, um, our friend and not necessarily just thinking about us. Hey, Abby, would you pray for us today? Of course. Let's pray. 
Heavenly Father, um, I just thank you so much for the time we were able to spend together. Um, I thank you for everybody who's listening. Lord, I just pray that um, whatever you are pricking um, their hearts with today, that um, each person would be faithful in following through with that. Um, If that's deepening a friendship or starting a new friendship, Lord, I pray that you would give us um, just the will to do that. Um, And I just thank you so much for the friendships that you have given us. Um, And I just um, thank you for your son, who is the greatest friend of all. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listeners, here's just a little treat. I put together a little blooper reel for you all after Abby and Elizabeth and I sat down and recorded this fabulous podcast episode. I hope you enjoy. These are really fun. Yeah, and I think something that's been huge is having Abby be friends not only with me but also with Jonathan so mm. that way she just comes over and is part of the family and I so love that. yeah it's okay oh say that again. I think I should start over because I didn't say who Jonathan was okay okay good well, I think okay. Jonathan and David I think okay. I Jonathan and David that's right <laughs> okay <laughs> Okay. Uh, the honk, the honk. Well, what's it honk? Yeah. Biblical honk. Yeah. Okay, you got your own biblical honk. Have you thought about that? That's definitely going to my blooper reel right there, baby, right there. All right. Okay. Okay, Elizabeth, how about you? Are there any specific things that you can think of that help you or that... Can you think of any specific things? We start over. (laughs) I do this all the time. I kind of make up questions as I go, and then I go, that was dumb. Okay, and that was dumb. Okay. Yeah, I just love Elizabeth's kids, um, well, and Jonathan's, I guess, um, <laughs> and I just don't view them as a competition. I can, I think that can be a, um, I'm totally blanking, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Abby, and thank you, Elizabeth, for coming on today. Thanks, Thanks for having you. us. <laughs> Can we do that again? <laughs> At the same time. So funny. <laughs> One more time. Okay. That was so funny. I'm not really sure what to do with that, but okay. Well, thank you, Abby, and thank you, Elizabeth, for coming on. Thank, thank you, you for, for having, having us. us. <laughs> we're going to have to do it again. <laughs> I think we're going to just leave that in. I think I might even just leave it in like this because it's so funny. Remember that when everything around you is shaken, you can stand unshaken because of our rock and our fortress, because of God. Until next time.